Hello, hello, lovely listeners, all of you ghouls and goblins, and everything in between. Welcome to Across the Veil with Zelda Kimball and Emma Ragsdale. Welcome to uh, Ghost-tober. <laughs> the worst title for anything. It works. You know what? You see it and you're like, what is that? And then you read it and you're like, huh? huh? And then you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, Ghost-tober. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So all throughout the month of October, we are going to be talking about some cool and fun ghost stories. Feel like you're sitting by the fire, we're at summer camp, Mm -hmm. we're in a graveyard, Mm -hmm. we're going to tell you some really awesome ghost stories. Do I believe in ghosts? No, I do not. Do I think these ghosts are real? Probably not. But are these very fun stories that I'm really excited to share with you guys? Yes, I am. Absolutely. And I'm always, you know... A big bitch for the drama. Oh, yeah. Love the drama. Love it. All the time. And I love telling stories. I also love a little bit of history and some science. So right. So we'll sprinkle a little bit of that in there for you as well. But October's for the stories. <laughs> October's for the ghosts. So the first ghost of Ghosttober is an American folklore legend. Ooh. Screaming Jenny. That would be the worst nickname to have. It would Could you be. imagine being called Screaming Jenny? <laughs> Why is she called that? And she just turns around and goes, <laughs> West Virginia is full of spooky stories. Now, I personally have never been to West Virginia. I've been once, but oh. it was only for my grandfather's funeral. Oh, okay. So not a lot of sightseeing. No, 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 no. Um, We did see big dumpsters that had our family's mm. last name on them. Well, that is quite the sight. That, you know, that's all I needed to see in West Virginia <laughs> to know. It's a pretty cool place. Pretty cool. But if you are a cryptid enthusiast, like we are, obviously, obviously. <laughs> you've probably heard of Mothman or the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, that one's kind of more niche, but everyone's heard of Mothman. Oh yeah, for good reason. Mothman. But they are not the only entities wandering the area. And in honor of Ghost-tober, Ooh. I thought we should focus on something a little more, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, ghosty. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good ghosty. So today, I'm going to tell you all the haunting story of Screaming Jenny. Most of the versions that you can find online are almost identical, which is a rarity for most American folklore. But the version of this story that I pulled from originated from this creepypasta submission from KM1N back in November of 2015. And don't get me wrong, creepypasta is not a good source for folklore normally. No. (laughs) No, but it did link to a version of the story that was a retelling from S.E. Schlosser, who is the author, editor, and writer of a plethora of American and global folklore books and blog posts. So, you know, this is more than just a creepypasta. It has its roots. Imagine the beautiful and historic town of Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Down near the tracks, there was a little group of abandoned sheds that were left vacant shortly after the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad was built. The sheds were not empty for long, as people began to seek some slight form of refuge in these dilapidated buildings. However, Nothing could keep the freezing cold winter chill from creeping in and settling in their bones. One of the people who had managed to find themselves living alone in one of the smaller sheds was named Jenny. Everyone who met her said that she was very kind, but with no remaining family of her own, she was forced to take odd jobs and fend for herself. Jenny never had any extra money for food and clothes, but she always had enough kindling for one small fire that she kept burning all winter long. It's said that on a cold autumn evening, Jenny was slurping broth out of a small bowl and warming herself by her little fire. 
When you're freezing, it's nearly impossible to focus on anything but getting warmer, which is why she didn't notice when a stray spark of fire caught the hem of her thick woolen skirt. It wasn't until the flames had burned through the layers of Jenny's clothing and began scorching her skin that she realized that she was on fire. Jenny upturned her bowl onto the fire to douse it, but it did no good as the flames were already climbing higher and higher, engulfing her small frame. She flew out of her shed and ran down the length of the train tracks in terror, screaming for help. The local train station wasn't too far, so Jenny ran towards it, hoping some kind passerby would hear her cries and help put the fire out. But it was too late. Jenny was quickly swallowed by the fire. Her clothing and matted hair were the perfect fuel, and she soon became unrecognizable. Nothing more than a walking, shrieking bonfire. Overwhelmed by the agony, Jenny stumbled onto the tracks, but in her pain, she couldn't see the blinding headlights of the train that had just rounded a corner. The conductor tried to pull on the brakes, but there was no time. Jenny's screaming stopped immediately, replaced by the squealing of the wheels and the bellowing of the whistle as the train slowed to a stop. When the conductor went out to check on what he had hit, he saw that her body was still burning. They doused the flames, brought her body back to the station, and gave her a pauper's funeral in an unmarked church grave a few days later. After that, Jenny was forgotten, and everything continued as it always had. That is, until about a month later, when another train rounded that same corner and saw a glowing, screaming figure engulfed in flames. He also stopped the train and went to check, but there was nothing there. Worried, the incident was reported to the station, who remembered poor Jenny. From that day on, the station master believed that it was Jenny's ghost who haunted the tracks. She's not seen very often, but every once in a while, you may catch a glimpse of her burning ghost, screaming as she runs down the tracks near Harper's Ferry Station, hoping someone can come and put her out. Oh my god. Poor Jenny! Poor Jenny, but god, that was a good story. Jenny's got it rough. Oh it just I see it all happening so clearly mm -hmm. like accidentally like something sputters in the fire like a quick pop and mm -hmm. then suddenly you're just <sighs> yeah yeah horrifying I'm every time I use a lighter I'm scared my hair is gonna light on fire <laughs> every time without fail because it's happened before yes has it well I was bending over to like blow out some candles on a birthday cake and mm -hmm. my hair just went <laughs> I was doing flaming shots with a friend at a club in Singapore once and they didn't realize you had to blow the fire out before taking the shot. It got too close to their face. They realized, oh, hot, dumped the shot over onto me and my purse. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were fine because it was mostly liquid at that point. But it was one of those where it's like, yeah, you blow out the flaming you shot before you take fire it. fire in your mouth. You want to know where fire doesn't go? Your mouth. Your mouth. Don't put fire there. Just don't do it. But yeah. Oh, Jenny. Sweet, sweet Jenny. And also, like... A, caught on fire. B, hit by a train. <laughs> That's a real one-two punch. That's a one-two punch. She's down for the count. Oh, my God. But who wants to hear some fun facts? I've got Zelda's fun facts. Hit us with your burning human body fun facts. All right. Did you know that a human body can burn for hours and still leave a skeleton behind? The human body usually takes about two to three hours to fully burn in extreme heat, about 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit which is about as hot as it's been in Los Angeles this about, summer. Yeah. Even after a body is burned at such an extreme temperature, as in, you know, the cremation process, 
a skeleton is still usually left behind. That's sort of like how in that one story of that guy whose name I can't remember, whose children were taken from his home when it burned down, where he was like, my children aren't dead because my, no skeletons were left behind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like multiple children. It's like yeah. a big family of missing children and there was an electrical fire in the basement. Mm -hmm. And so the kids couldn't have died because there was no skeleton. Exactly. But also, skeletons can burn if it gets hot enough. But they said it didn't get hot enough. Oh, so that's why it's unsolved. Exactly. I love that. That's a good science fact. Right? The two main ways to die when you're burning to death are the heat, obviously, but also asphyxiation from the smoke. That would suck. Like, you're still burning. You might just choke to death. Yeah. Witches. I think that's what happened, yeah, with Salem witches most of the time. Not Salem witches. No witches were burned in Salem. Yeah, but like during the witch trials when they were burning women on the funeral pyres. Mm -hmm. They would just choke to death. Yeah, because it was a lot of fucking wood. And, like, it's gotta get really hot. Like, it's gonna mm -hmm. be painful for a good long while before it kills you, which is awful. Horrible. But more often than not, the poor women accused of witchcraft did die of suffocation from the smoke caused by the flames. Another fun fact is that human skeletons do not burn in a uniform way. Mm. Which means some bones actually burn faster than other bones, and that's about, you know, Density. Density, it's proximity to the heat source and amount of body fat. So like most people's fingers and toes don't burn. You could just leave behind a little toesy. Do you think Jenny left behind toesies? I think they tried their best to scoop Jenny off the railway tracks. It's nice that they did bury her. It is nice. Would have been cool if they tried to like find out a little bit about her so it didn't have to be like an unmarked pauper's grave. But you know. Would have been nice, but also nice. <laughs> she might just be a story. But with uh, human body fat, that's similar to human combustion. Yes. Yeah. Which, God, I fucking love talking I, about God, spontaneous human combustion. Because a lot of it has to do with the amount of fat in your body because mm -hmm. it burns like a candle wick, which is horrifying. Horrifying, but also so fascinating. So fascinating. There's like a few restaurants now that make bone marrow candles where you light the candle and then you can dip your steak in the bone marrow because it's mm. kind of like butter, Ooh. but like without it being like an actual dairy product. <gasps> which... Oh, that sounds great for me. Yeah, exactly. But like they like light a candle mm. on your plate and the candle is fat because you can burn fat. That happens. Going back to the original point about like toes and stuff. And um, a lot of the time with like spontaneous human combustion, all that's left behind is the feet. Yeah. Which is crazy, because, yeah. <laughs> like, most of the time they're either in shoes or mm -hmm. the hand is close to the fire source, which more likely than not is, like, a lit cigarette. Exactly. You got not a lot of fat on your feet, and you got your feet in the shoes. Those aren't going to burn, but the rest of you is. Mm -hmm. My last fun fact, and this is just a fun one you can bring up to friends at a party. Mm -hmm. Death by burning is also called immolation. Self-immolation. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds sexual. It sounds a little sexy. It's like, it ooh, ooh. I'm going to go to the club and get immolated. Oh, Jesus. Emolation. Could it be your, like, <laughs> emo, like, scene name? Like, you know how people had, like, scene names? Like, Kathy Dredd. Mm -hmm. You could be Emolation. I could be. It still sounds sexual. <laughs> that, that's the point of a scene screen name. It's a little, there's a little bit of sexy there. True. But yeah, those are the fun facts I have about um, death. <laughs> if you were wondering how Screaming Jenny died, it was with extreme heat and her toes would have been fine had she not been hit by a train. <laughs> so. I was going to be like, Jenny died because she got hit by a train. To be honest, the fire, it could have killed her eventually. She did get hit by she a train. Did. She did. Was Jenny real? Who is to say? Who is to say? Not me. Because, for one, her life wasn't well documented, I'm assuming. I mean, why would it be? Exactly. We don't have a good timeline. We don't have documentation of her life. Therefore, we don't have documentation of her death. Probably not a ghost. Probably not. 
But who's to say? Not us. Not us. We'll see you for our next spooky story this October. But for now, we're done. So we'll see you next time. Across Across 